Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent, the guru of gurus of American politics, is up. Are you up, Simon? I am up, Matt. How are you? It's, it's great to speak to you after... It's been a while, actually. I'm sorry that we haven't um, conversed, but, but here are you are, again. and I'm very Absolutely. happy. Um, let's start with some serious news, then. Tornadoes overnight, not where you are, but in, in Tornado Alley in the Midwest of the country. Some really serious stuff. Yeah, very serious stuff indeed that America is waking up to digest. At least 50 people killed uh, and uh, it seems that that death toll is going to rise substantially in the hours ahead after a series of uh, tornadoes and extreme snowstorms uh, ravaged five separate states. Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri and Tennessee overnight. They travelled along a 200-mile corridor uh, Uh, as they brought absolute devastation uh, to, among other, uh, many other targets, a candle factory in Kentucky where a large number of workers uh, are trapped or missing, an Amazon warehouse in Illinois uh, where up to 100 people were believed trapped. There are some reports that 40 of those employees were uh, taken to safety over the last couple of hours. Uh, Andy Bashir is the governor of Kentucky. He's been up all night and just a short while ago he told America's NBC News that it is too early to estimate how many people are dead and how many people are trapped in the rubble of a wide variety of buildings over hundreds of square miles. No, we can't because this happened in the dead of night. Uh, It is in dozens of of counties that either one of these four tornadoes uh, touched down and or we had real severe weather so uh, morning will show us uh, a whole lot more Uh, at least one of our towns almost totally decimated but we're strong Uh, we're resilient Uh, we will grieve but we will rebuild No word yet from the White House uh, as to whether Joe Biden has been uh, informed of the situation, highly likely that he has been and that he will declare uh, a federal uh, emergency so that uh, humanitarian aid and assistance and additional first responders can flood to the scene. He's in Wilmington, Delaware, his hometown, uh, this weekend. It will be interesting to see what kind of response to all of this we get uh, from the White House, but very, very early stages uh, of the rescue and recovery operation that is underway uh, in Kentucky where Governor Bashir is and four of its neighbouring uh, states and a fresh example uh, of the changes in the weather patterns that are taking place in the United States that can bring this kind of devastation to such a- an enormous area mm. of the Midwest. Uh, At this so time of year, right? Because I'm sorry, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but normally we don't get these sort of tornadoes I, I seem to remember from my time in the US in the middle of winter. Yeah, no, it's not this time of year that you would normally expect all of this much of that comes in the late summer and the fall uh, and uh, to be seeing this coupled with the snow that these storms also brought uh, to the region uh, makes of course the task that emergency workers have to face all the more complicated because uh, you know it's not even it's it's only eight o'clock in the morning here in Washington DC it's uh, six and seven o'clock in the morning out in the Midwest uh, so dawn very much
much braking. They've had to battle throughout the night through perishingly cold temperatures and also, of course, through the dark. And there are some quite mm. extraordinary scenes, particularly from that Amazon plant uh, in Illinois, where you can literally see the entire roof and the walls of the building have just been ripped off. And all you can see are kind of the metal support structures uh, that held that building, that Amazon warehouse in place. And these, these warehouses, if you've ever seen them, they are vast. They're like sort of cities in their own right. Let me move on to politics, Simon. And we've been discussing uh, Boris Johnson all morning, whether his trust has been irreparably damaged by party gate and by all the other stuff that's going on. How is Boris Johnson, if at all, viewed on the other side of the pond in his current problems? Look, I think it's been an interesting week. There's no question that his current problems have been reported here in the United States. There's been uh, coverage of it in the major heavyweight newspapers uh, and uh, the tabloids have had a bit of fun with it up in New York, also the television stations here. But I think to some extent it, it, it might be more accurate to say that he's damaged himself more in the minds of governing figures here uh, than he has with mm. the general public. Remember that this was the week when Joe Biden held his two-day summit for democracy, a big event that he promised he was going to uh, bring together when he was on the campaign trail back in 2019. The idea being that you put together a coalition of liberal democracies, 110 countries invited to participate in this thing, and you show Russia and China that liberal democracy has really got it going on and can deliver uh, for the people. What was happening as Joe Biden was trying to make that case? The British government was scrambling to explain that a Christmas mm -hmm. party that may or may not have taken place, may or may not have broken the COVID-19 lockdown rules, uh, that those uh, images of the Allegra Stratton rehearsal in the number 10 briefing room, uh, then, uh, of course, fresh developments throughout the week uh, with uh, people accusing the country's leaders of lying like a rug. I mean, none of that did very much to burnish President Biden's aim mm. at this democracy summit to show democracy can still uh, not just uh, deliver on the pledges that it makes to voters, but actually can be accountable uh, and can be held to account for some of its yeah. excesses. Uh, so I think that I cannot imagine that in the corridors of Washington, D.C., any of that was particularly welcome this particular week. And in 10 seconds, Simon, um, before we talk about music, in 10 seconds, that trade deal with America obviously hasn't happened. <laughs> so no, when is no. that going to happen? Well, I, I mean, there's no indication that it is going to happen. I mean, uh, we know this is going to be a very lengthy process. Uh, even if the deal were to be done, it would have to be passed by Congress. There seems to be no possibility of that yeah. happening this side of uh, the 2024 election as things currently stand. And uh, finally, Michael Naismith. Naismith, Naismith, a singer, guitarist, songwriter of the Monkees. Are you a fan? Were you a fan well, of the I Monkees? Was a huge... Don't tell me you weren't, Matt. Of course Surely I was. Like me, you but raced home you? from school. We raced home from school, didn't we, to watch the Monkees, that, that extraordinary made-for-television yeah. group that at one point was outstripping the... The Beatles in terms of record sales are sad. And the, amazing, and the amazing thing is that he, he died at the age of 78. Don't start singing, Majid. He died at the age of 78, Simon uh, Majid. And he was on, on tour. He was on tour just a month ago. Everyone just missed my rendition. We don't want to hear your rendition. <laughs> Hang on. We're going to hear the real thing, okay? So it's David Lammy at four. It's Majid, as you just heard. Up next, Simon, thanks very much. Have a good day. Have a great weekend. Let's just play out with the monkeys. Six o'clock alarm would never ring. 